and welcome to Geeks of Grimdark, your home for everything Warhammer, be they Elves or Eldar, Space Marine or Stormcast, we've got you covered. I'm Land Lord Commander Orc, and with me as always is... Your shield brother, Axel Wright. How's it going today, man? Terrible, but luckily today's episode isn't about me at all, so let's move on. <laughs> How's your day? Oh, another day in the wasteland. All right, well, let's move right on to the patron sound off then. Let's keep this going at a brisk pace. Come on. <laughs> yes, our patron sound off, where we thank the people that give us money to do these projects to help us escape the darkest timeline. They are Pam Galley, Marky, Chris Chippen, River Galley, Krug, 3D, Arthur Crane, Kevin Vay, Brendan Agnew, and John Vinnels. Now, if you'd like to join the illustrious Legion, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash geeks with shields. For only 25 cents an episode, you get access to all sorts of great bonus content and you help make us. Help us make this show on a weekly basis. And speaking of this show, since this show is kind of an offshoot of our normal show, you know, Geeks of Grimdark, and every episode of this has a guest, I, don't, I guess I, I don't have to say, like, hey, we have a guest this time. Instead, I'll just say, hey, meet our guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, my name is John, um, and yeah, I'm here to talk about some 40K fun stuff. All is right. That, <laughs> is that good? Hey, that works. Yeah. It's your intro. You do it however you want to do it. We'll support you. <laughs> so, Great. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So uh, since Geeks Grimdark, right, as you said, we're talking Warhammer-y stuff in general, you came with a, uh, a topic of uh, an army or something particularly to you. So um, yeah. I already know what it is, but why don't you tell our listeners what it is? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, I'm representing the orcs, of course, um, <laughs> just because they are probably the best in the whole 40K universe. Now, for anyone who's listened to our episodes prior, you know that I am also an orc player. But yeah. since this is a guest show, I'm going to be kind of trying to be chill and not step on your toes too much and let you take much of the stage. But I just want you to know that my orc army is right next to me, and I'm, I'm giving you a thumbs up. So great! He's fighting yeah. the wall, folks. He's 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 fighting it hard. Quick, we're, actually, we're, quick, we're quick forces. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what what clan? Oh, you know, uh, here's the f f uh, interesting fact. Uh, I usually play uh, the Freebooters. Me too! Just... Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. You know, just because everybody else plays Blood Moon, everybody else plays the golf. I'm like, no, I'm just going to play it for fun, play it for flavor. So I have, uh, I have, yeah, I have my little War Boss model, but I'm not going to even paint him yet till I can get someone with a 3D printer to 3D print off a Barbosa hat to put on him. Nice. <laughs> Yes, I approve. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to mostly leave this to Ulrich, because if I don't, I'm going to get... I'm, I'm just going to be very easy for me to just geek out uh, in my also <laughs> knowledge. So, go ahead, Ulrich, with questions to lead us in. Well, let's kind of start with the easy one. Why orcs? Uh, well, uh, for me, I think uh, I like orcs because they are just, just a race of uh, fungus uh, creatures. Um, and their main goal in life is just just to fight. They just want battle. They just want to hear loud noises. Um, that, <laughs> well, you know, just for just for a top top down thing, in case anyone's listening, because we actually have a number of people we're kind of podcast involved with that listen to us but don't actually know Warhammer. So for those yeah. kind of people, why don't you give us a a very top down? What are or? Well, yeah, like I kind of mentioned a little bit orcs are i guess a uh alien race a xeno race in 40k universe um they are fungus uh creatures uh think orcs in um 
Lord of the Ring, but they're green. Uh, and they're probably a little more mean. Uh, and they're cunning and brutal. Or brutal, <laughs> but cunning, you know. But yeah, I, I think the most attractive thing about them is just how they are. They, they care nothing about, not too much about tactics. They don't care too much about um, their friend next to them. All they care about is charging into battle <laughs> and chopping down whatever they see or, you know, stealing loots and bashing in teeth, all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, there, there's, there is an appeal for a lot of people in that they're a very direct faction. They want to fight, and when they don't, when they aren't fighting, they want to go looking for the next fight. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely, they are, if, if you were even tangentially familiar with 40K, you've seen orcs to some extent because they are the quote-unquote fun side of the grimdark universe that's not to say they don't have their on their dark sides but the the humor of them is pretty well broadcast yeah and the the fluff that they give in and even just the codex if you just read the codex there's so much fun fluff that you read it's like oh these guys are not terrible people i mean creatures they just want to live their life as they are created I feel like it very much depends on how you define morality, so, which is a complicated question. <laughs> would, 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 would you guys straightforward? Would you agree that they're uh, top three most iconic? Because obviously, Space Marines, and I feel like Chaos is pretty iconic, but I feel like Orcs might be the most iconic alien, Xenos race. So. Oh, 100%. They've been I there so, since yeah. the beginning, and uh, they, they are the... For, I'd say they're the inverse side of 40k for all the stern and seriousness that is space marines. Orcs are the goofy, you know, hooliganess. Yeah, There's... almost lawless. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about you know the orc lore. Like you said, they're a fungus, which I I know people like you got to look at pictures of. Them. They're not giant walking mushrooms. Well, I... they kind of <laughs> are. Side note, there's a fantasy race that kind of is that called the Trogoths. Anyway, I only just recently learned about them and I'm excited, but continue. <laughs> uh, sorry, did, did you ask me a question? Yeah, just a quick uh, lore rundown on what orcs are and like how they fit in the universe. Let's see. Well, I, I, I put down this as a little quote from the Codex, right? Um, for the orcs, uh, life is really simple, right? One of the greatest strengths of the orcs is their simplicity with uh, which they approach their existence. For them, the universe is an incredible, incredibly straightforward place, free of angst and worry that plagues most other races like the Umis. Um, <laughs> orcs, uh, you know, they, they usually don't try to influence their own destiny other than maybe that prophet, the beast, Gaskul Thraka. Um, but yeah, they, they usually don't have a lot of plans. They just want to find the next battle and... Wherever there's battle, they, they will be. And uh, in the 40K universe, I think some somewhere in have said that they're probably one of the most uh, uh, diverse and, and kind of in almost every corner of the universe uh, because they spawn from uh, spores, apparently. So, um, so I think eventually, you know, as the 40K universe keeps going, it's just going to be a, a giant orc universe. Sooner or later. <laughs> well, I, I know that the, the commonly repeated 
line is that there are, that orcs are more numerous than any other species, and the only reason they haven't taken over the galaxy yet is because they're too busy fighting each other. Yes, <laughs> and that's that's part of the fun part, I think, because there's so many of them, they could easily take out planets and maybe even the the imperial guards and all that people. Um, but they're just they're just busy fighting each other, or if there's people near but near them, they'll fight them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really do feel like that is the appeal of orcs for a lot of people. It's like they, they they could take over the universe if they wanted to, but they're too busy fighting over a gun. Yeah, or or fancy hats. Which, <laughs> I mean, people listening may think that's in a joke or an exaggeration. No, that that is literally baked in to the lore of the orcs. It's like they they'll fight over anything because they're just kind of driven to it. And they're also, I think this is kind of talks about me the modeling and maybe is they're exceptionally hardy and adaptive. Like they just kind of adapt to whatever world that they happen to be on and <laughs> will steal anything not nailed down. Yeah, <laughs> grab those shiny gubbins and uh and uh. The spiky bits so they can smash into their vehicles and armors yeah That'll which is something old. yeah which is something you may have seen like you would look up orc models you just see that it looks like they're vaguely vehicle shaped but they're covered in all sorts of things <laughs> and again the other one of the appeals i'd say of orc players as a non-orc player i got two orc players here they can comment on it is the ability just to smash things together and go yep that's proper well yep. Uh, as far as I can tell, Games Workshop is more more than any of their army. They really, really like support the idea of orc kit bashing. Like they're very much like, yeah, just do. That's why the joke is, uh, hey, new vehicle for Space Brain came out. It's also a new vehicle for orcs. So. <laughs> yes, yes. No, that that's definitely one of uh, one of the uh, big appeal for the orcs for myself. Um, I, I just enjoy, you know, kit bashing things. I have a little tau, um what is this, uh, Devilfish here? Uh, just because uh, Bert is a Tau player, he, he was on the show a couple weeks ago, um, and I just had to get a Tau vehicle and loot it, you know? <laughs> I approve. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I have thrown on, because I've got a couple friends with, like, Tau players and Thousand Sun players, so I've thrown just a couple little bits onto some boys. Like, I got one uh, model whose arm came off poorly, so I hit yeah. it by taking one of the Thousand Sun shields and just plopping it on there. Like he just just picked it off the battlefield. So. Nice, yeah, it's beautiful. It's so easy to I wouldn't say easy, but it's not hard to uh, to make your make your orc army your own. I guess it's very it's all it's thematic. Like because you can technically do that with any army, but you're going to be stretching rules in those other cases. Not with orcs. <laughs> Right. Well, orcs, it makes sense because they literally can and will pick up a piece of armor and bolt it to their body, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we're good," because they just they're they're designed to wage war, and that's they're they're perfectly suited for it. Yeah. Can I then, can I ask? Uh, was were orcs the first army you got into then? Uh, yeah, they are actually. Um, I started 40k about two years ago. Um, I, I started because uh, well, Bert and I. And uh, amongst other people, talented uh, actors and, and uh, voice actors or streamers, um, we uh, were working on this um, stream show, live stream show for Hyper RPG. And um, we decided to uh, do a 40K uh, war game, uh, playing more heavily on the narrative, you know, just having fun uh, learning the army. So that's how we got started. And... When I started looking at all the different armies, orcs for some reason just kind of 
got my attention. Yeah. It's the bright green. It, it really sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're giant gaping mouths with teeth sticking out. <laughs> Can we talk about teeth for a second? It's like one of my favorite little bits of orc lore. Yes. Yes. So, so go ahead and explain the importance of teeth in orc culture. Well, yeah. In orc culture, um, teeth is kind of their currencies. Um, and the cool thing is uh, every orc, they're kind of like sharks, right? They, whenever you lose the teeth, they grow back. And for the Blood Moon clan, right? Is that the Blood Moon? Uh, the Bad Moon. moon Bad Moon's clan. Um, their teeth actually grows a lot faster than other orcs so that's why they are kind of the rich uh orcs of the galaxy and they, so they you always see them with giant uh vehicles like a bunch of uh trucks and and war battle wagons and mech guns and all that fun stuff um but yeah and and the hierarchy how it, how it works is you know the bigger you are the more likely you are in charge so how they get rich is if they're the biggest they just look at the orc next to them. Hey, you got some shiny teeth. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, have I think we keep. I was just. I have an Ouroboros question for you. Do you think that the bad moons have yellow as their primary color because it partly represents wealth, or do you think that it partly represents wealth because the bad moons have yellow as their color? Huh. You know, I never thought about like <laughs> uh, like that. I I I thought it was yellow just because the moon looks yellow sometimes. <laughs> See, the funny thing with orcs is it's probably, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, don't, I, thought that, I just thought that was a good segue into discussing the importance of colors, which is my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite bits of orc lore. So. Definitely. That's another really, really fun and interesting, uh, I, get, I guess, uh, aspect of the lore, uh, orc lore. Because, uh, you know, each uh, clan, they have kind of a, their own signature color. And how the orc society works is... Um, Whatever they, a group of a big group of orc believes in, it just kind of happens. So, uh, for example, uh, the evil sons—they're known for uh, their fast vehicles because they love going fast. So they, whenever they paint their vehicles red, goes faster somehow. <laughs> yeah, that wonderful wall field, and it, it kind of goes hand in hand like orc technology. Like I, this may have been added on later. I don't know the whole history of how they worked it. But if you look at like typical orc uh, weapons, like that doesn't work. In which that's okay. It's also true of most forty <laughs> k technology. Yeah, but orcs get that special thing of it works because they believe it does. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and e that's... even by yeah, even by forty k standards, it it shouldn't work. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite example is they could take a rain uh, rain gutter and strap a trigger on it, and it would start shooting bullets even though there was no clip, magazine, or firing mechanism. <laughs> but it would work because the orcs are like, this is a gun now. Yeah, Which is an extreme right. example, but yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And again, it just kind of ties into the orcs are the, are the fun, goofy army. Like, I have never played a salty orc player. They yeah. are always just there to have fun. Yeah, that's, that's how I like to play my games. And, you know, I don't really care if... Uh, you know, on the first turn, my entire group of boys dead because it's okay. I, well, I mean... it, it, it's like you said earlier, right? When I when I first got into actually collecting and playing, I I wanted to read up some like guides so I could you know like I wasn't like out to be competitive and win, but I wanted to at least know what I was doing. And right. all the guides that all the guides I read were like uh, evil sons, 
Death Skulls. That's it. Use those clans because they're way better. But uh, there's a clan of orcs that are pirates, and I don't care if they're <laughs> you know, not exactly. very good. I'm going to play the orc pirates. Yeah, so. that, that's exactly why I chose them. And the fun thing in the lore is that the freebooters, uh, not only are they pirates, but a lot of times the members of the freebooters um, came from other tribes that got either they got kicked out of them or, or maybe they... they lost a fight and they ran away so it's kind of a group of lost boys and they're just space pirates you know, I will I know. That's like, how did they learn about you know 18th century pirates because they are very strongly <laughs> themed by the classic 18 1700 you know pirates blackbeard and shit like where the hell did they pick that up <laughs> well you know you know, I only found this out recently, and uh, and Jonathan, you can or you can tell me if you've heard differently or similarly. Um, but there were six uh, primorchs, essentially, the, um, that have a part of a story that maybe, maybe we'll tell later. But they were very important, like ten thousand years back. And apparently, those six big orc war bosses all were the progenitors of these six primary clans. So, theoretically. One of them was the progenitor of the Freebooters clan. And then all we needed is, hey, while they were raiding or raising some hive city, they came across an old copy of Errol Flynn or something, and he thought it was really <laughs> that cool. That would be a so, yes. old copy. <laughs> that, but the that point still stands. Lore. I'll take it. I mean, that works for me. It's just one of those things they always thought, like, they have the tricorner hats and the eye patches and the hook hands. And it's like, where did you get this? Well, that's, I mean, that's why... That's why I said, like, I, I want to get a Barbosa hat because I was like, all right, they have tricords and, and like, there's the, the normal bit, but I love the Barbosa. I want a big feather, a giant pink feather. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> nice. And the best thing is, that would be very narrative, you know, in universe fitting for orcs because the orcs would go, oh, big, you know, hat. I'll let everyone know I'm the boss. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, John, have you played, did you play uh, Dawn of War 2? Dawn of War 2? I have not, no. So I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. I'm, I'm actually very early in it. But in Dawn of War 2, the orc campaign, you actually play as a group of freebooters. And uh, and at one point in the campaign, an Inquisitor shows up, and she wants to hire your band to go take out a heretical space marine captain. Nice. Because, you know, Inquisition, bend the yeah. rules all the time. Yeah. And, and what she... Here, here's the deal she tries to offer uh, Captain Blood, Blood Flag. Um, she says, I will offer you, uh, I can't offer you technology, but I will promise you a battle with three Imperial Guard regiments at a location of your choosing. And Captain Blood Flag hears that and he goes, hmm, all right, throw in your fancy hat and you've got a deal. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. So that's straight I up happened and I laugh my ass off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so because, funny. Yeah, it, it's, it's very fitting of orcs. And it kind of goes back to saying, orc players are generally good-natured because you're not playing orcs to win. You're playing orcs because you want to have fun, which theoretically should be the case for all armies in 40k, but oftentimes yeah. is not the yeah. case. I, I will tell you, now that I've played a lot of Kill Team, I, like, I'm surprised at how good orcs actually are. Like I've put together my Sisters of Battle like squad now, and just looking at their stats, I'm like, wow, you guys are going to have a lot more trouble than my orc boys have been having <laughs> so yeah i played a couple games of uh, uh... 
Sorry, quarantine's hitting me. <laughs> what regular Warhammer Kill Team? Uh, Kill Team. Uh, there we go. Kill Team. Yeah, yeah Kill I played team. a couple of games of Kill Team, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun because you you get to, you know, maybe have twelve models, and you you can have a game. You don't have to have a whole army of hundred fifty models to to play. Um, and yeah, Kill Team is definitely a really great way to start a hobby, or if you want to try out. Uh, a certain army, see how they play. I think that's a good, good uh, rev- uh, avenue to go. Oh, it's definitely the gateway drug. I, I started off with, <laughs> yeah. with just a, a few boys, and I'm up to like 50 now, plus two death dreads, and uh, and I've got a gas cool, and I I want a, a morcanot. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I, I want them all. That that is the that's what we call the uh, plastic itch. Yeah, yeah I've, I've also I've also heard it referred to as uh, well not not that necessarily, but it results in something that I've heard referred to as hobby debt, where oh no, yeah. I've got a bunch <laughs> of things not painted and <laughs> so. oh the unending gray horde, yeah, and especially for your orc players, it's a big thing because orcs are a horde army, meaning yes. you gotta field a bunch of them because you guys can't hit the broadside of a barn, but that's no. okay because orcs like the sound their guns make more than they actually like them hitting things. It's like ah yes yeah. noise. Yeah, may, may I ask? Because like I'm I'm newish to to this whole thing, the actual collecting. I'm only my orc army is about um, um, sixty models deep. I want to yeah. say, yeah. Uh, so it's like not that big yet. If you've been doing this for like two years, like how how many models do you got in your orc army? Um. Well, for for my personal collection, I have uh, let's see, I have a pain boy, I have a war boss, I have a group of flash kits, a group of boys, about thirty of them. Um, so I'm still very new at my own personal army, but um, that's because I've been helping out the channel uh, that I play on. I paint some of their models and build some of their models. Ah, um, so. Okay. You know, yeah, invested a little bit of time for them, and uh, so they have a nice little collection of orcs at their place, too. So, yeah. That makes sense. Just like orcs, leaving little bits everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is, like, part of my collection, right, is I my friend uh, Rels, like, he had a start collecting box, and that, that's all he had. And then I started collecting orcs, and he transitioned to playing Tau, and he just gave me all of his built models. So I was nice. like, cool, this, you're part of my wall now. <laughs> yes. New warband joins the battle. Exactly. <laughs> and and from my, because I haven't got to play like a full scale uh, 2K points game, but from my interpretation, you'd want like around 200 models for an orc army, for a horde army. <laughs> so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. A lot, yeah. I've seen a lot of people run maybe, you know, three groups of thirty boys. So that's like 120, and then they feel fill the rest with uh, rather either, either uh, vehicles or or uh, burna boys, just support elements. Um, and I think uh, that's part of the fun of building an orc army is the way I build it at least is uh, I like to take big things here and there. That way, my opponent has to choose. What do you want to kill? You want to kill my boys? All right. Well, I have death copters coming in behind you soon. <laughs> or do you want to kill my battle wagon? Perfect. My 30 boys are running up to you next turn. Playing Flight of the Valkyries. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, I have a I have a thing. Me and my friends have all like talked in depth about what armies listen to what music. I don't remember all of it. I know like we agreed Black Templars listen to Sabaton and the Sisters of Battle listen to Power Wolf, and that orcs, especially Freebooters, listen to Alestorm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that sounds about right. Again, they don't know what any of it means, but they like the noise it makes. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, I don't know if I don't think we touched on it, but uh, I, I don't know how the the exact origin, but I've heard several people say that the orcs were based originally on soccer hooligans, right? That's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but yeah, I've, I've heard that. I so. mean, it would explain the, the fact that in-universe they're always given a Cockney accent. <laughs> and how You're the right. Freebooters managed to be both like Cockney and Pirate, I don't know, but it's amazing. So The warp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just borrow, you know, Games Workshop's MacGuffin, like, yeah, the warp did it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I lo- uh, yeah. <laughs> so what is it like, like, for someone that, you know, is maybe interested in playing Orcs, how do they play on the tabletop? Like, your strategy sounds very suitingly Orc. It's like, uh, okay, you block one fist, there's five more coming for you. Right. Um, that uh, that's how I like to play it. Uh, one because I'm not playing one of the clans culture that has those really good rules like the uh, bad moons. I think you can shoot twice or something, right? Yeah, bad moons are the, yeah. the so bad the moons you can sh- more shooty. Uh, golf, it's more a punchy. That you know they go in and they can do more hits, um, and then the, the uh, the Red Clan, I forgot their name. Evil Sons. Evil Sons, thank you. Uh, you know, they, their their main purpose is to go fast, get in there, shoot things, punch things, get out. Um, so when I play the Freebooters, I kind of choose things that could possibly come in out of nowhere. Because, you know, I can't really shoot that well. They usually hit on a five. <laughs> um, and they die pretty easy. They have a six-up armor save, so... You know, again, I'm not sure we've actually gone into the the mechanics of the game before, but uh, I I will say, just for anyone listening, again, if you're listening to this just for conversation, when we say things like hit on fives, Warhammer as a game is played completely with D6s, just six-sided dice. And when you say hits on blank, it means I roll a die, and if it's that number or higher, it worked. Right. So it comes to like 33% chance, roughly, per dice. Yeah. Compare that to like... I was going to say, compare that to Space Marines who hit on threes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 50-50 odds. But we're also, there's also 10 of us to a squad. And orcs, there's like 30 of you and, and <laughs> yeah. multiple shots. Again, it's can't hit the broad side of a barn, but they like the noise the guns make. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, back to the question of how I fueled it, right? That's what you were asking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually play, how I play my army is uh, I'll have something big and tanky. Maybe like a battle wagon or a truck. Uh, that way, I can carry some of the troops in there to get closer before it dies. Because for those for those listening, that's truck spelled with two Ks. And yes, you have to pronounce the second K. Yeah, T T R U K K. And then I will have uh, some uh, detachment, maybe like a death copter or something. A group that will uh, scouting ahead. That's a little rule, kind of like you can drop them in at the second turn or something. Uh, nine nine inches away from models, so it gives me a little more uh, variation where I can place my 
uh, strategies. Um, and then I would usually have at least one group of 30 boys, just because bigger the number, the better. Um, especially uh, boys, they have this uh, green tide rule. If, if the, the unit of uh, boys is 20 models or more, they, get, they can activate the green tide, which gives them another attack on their fight phase. So that make that can make them very potentially deadly. I, I played one game where, unfortunately, uh, for my opponent, I used a weird boy and used the psychic ability to jump, and I oh jumped. Oh God! I jumped a group of thirty boys behind their line, and then yep. they just charged in. I rolled at least hundred fifty dice that battle turn. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, usually you'll wipe out whatever you're trying to hit um, unless you're fighting if, like a Jane's R or something. If that doesn't sum up orcs, I don't know what does. Well, yeah, so if you like rolling dice, lots and lots of them, orcs, probably good for you. Yeah. Yeah, and they like hitting things primarily with their melee weapons because, like, again, they, they're not very good at shooting. But once they're, once they're in, you know, face-to-face... Got a bunch of attacks. Very strong. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's where they come in. That's that's their strength. And I no, I love again. The jump is scary, but I also love the stratagem, the uh, flying headbutt, which is just a <laughs> rule that allows you to kamikaze your planes into an enemy. Yes. I know. That's I, so good. I, I know. I've read several publications that list the jump as possibly the best psychic move of any army in the game, just because of the what you can do with it. <laughs> so. It just teleports a blob of ore anywhere you want to put them. Yeah. So, yeah, no, whenever I feel the weird boy, I would say maybe 80% of the time I would take the jump. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, I think playing the orcs, it's it's, uh, it's more, more about managing your troops. So if you want to protect your more softer units like your boys, you might want to throw in some heavier like a like a battle wagon in front of them so so the opponent has to kind of choose do i take out the immediate threats in front of me this giant wagon that can possibly kill or absorb a lot of bullets and or do i take out the boys in the back uh because once they get close we were we're pretty much screwed so uh i think that's part of the fun of playing the orcs you have you have this strategy that you can play uh, fielding different positions, like the jump is great. Uh, Def copter is also great because you can just drop them in. Uh, also, sometimes we'll run a few commando if it's a terrain-heavy uh, field because they have some good fun rules when they're in terrain. The opponent gets scared and they lose morale easier. Mm. Yeah, Side note: We need uh, new. Uh, we need new commando models. Same with the copters. Well, I was about to say, so side about commandos, right? Commandos are, generally speaking, they look kind of Rambo-y, but, mm-hmm. but the, only, the only models for them that exist right now are resin. And if you're a model collector or if you're not a model collector and you don't know that, it, resin is a lot harder to work with than plastic for a number of reasons. I'm not going to yeah. go into it. But what I, have, what I plan to do and what I've seen some orc players online do that I love is instead of building the resin commandos, boys just regular yep. boys yep. and then get like terrain or in, in most cases barrels yes you just, yes you just stick like the orc <laughs> parts on the barrels you've got 
orcs just hiding in barrels that, yes. that say things like not orc on them. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw one uh, a picture of uh, someone kit bashing. So they had these five or six orcs in a group um, and they all have like metal panels. And when you kind of form yes. them in a certain way, they turn into a tank. So it looks like yeah. they're a tank. I totally the amount of time that somebody had to spend doing that. Right. <laughs> Again, that tells you a lot about work players. They're, your guys are a very uh, creative group. It's like, hmm, how can I make this more fun? Well, yeah. you, know what my, you know what my plan is? And I don't mind putting this out there in case someone gets to it before me. I don't care. But my plan is for my, my commandos, I'm probably going to do the barrel thing, but my commando boss knob, I want to get a very specific like 3D printed Metal Gear Solid box. <laughs> so he's gonna That's be like great. i'm gonna give him some snake name i don't know yes. yet, but <laughs> S- solid boss there you go. something like that yeah <laughs> and again i just feel like we keep talking about the appeal of orcs is they're fun there's you're literally encouraged to do these things it's like yeah this is well, they you know paint their cars red because they go faster they paint their cars blue and they think it grants luck yellow is like when it blows up doesn't yellow explosion? Well, yellow, yellow yeah. is is more. wealth, but also explodes more. Yes, <laughs> which I love that that shared. What does that say about orc culture? Wealth <laughs> and explosions are linked. Oh, because you can buy bigger guns. Jesus. Oh, and uh, I don't know if you, uh, anyone know this, but uh, just a fun little uh, factoid: um, the way they paint their vehicles, they use uh, these creatures named uh, squigs. Uh, they have paint oh. squigs. So it's kind of like a little squeak with uh, colored pigments in them. So they squeeze them and they they shoots out a color liquid. (laughs) So a a squig kind of looks like a like a slug with a tentacle face. Although there's actually multiple different kinds of squigs, but the most common one looks like that. And a funny thing about that is uh, that I only found out like a week ago, orcs don't have hair at all they don't grow hair but if you see an orc that looks like it has hair it means they've taken a squig and yes. bolted it to their head you didn't one know of those about hair, hair squigs yes. i did not know about hair squigs no hair squigs <laughs> yeah no it's, it's, they're they're in the same family as orcs like orcs have a weird you know there's a bunch of other things like you got gretchens are in there too yeah. And the squigs are kind of in there. They're the food. They're basically they have a squig for every purpose, including you know eating squigs, mm-hmm. tea squigs, hair squigs, yeah. bomb squigs. Let's let's just think <laughs> the bag squig. But let's let's you think the squig is uh, merely a, a tool. There's also versions of squigs that are basically war creatures. The mm-hmm. squigoth, for oh, instance, yeah. I want one a, of those. Yes, I do too. Is imagine like a colossal war elephant, like Return of the King, but it has a tentacle face. <laughs> so cool. And then there's that gargantuan covered in armor. Uh, man, I've looked at that. I've I've stared at that gargantuan squig off model on Forge World for like minutes on end. But I'm like, I can't justify five hundred dollars. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> as cool as it is. Oh, even more than that. Just that is a whole skill set you got to be ready for in tools because you're dealing with giant chunks of resin. Oh yeah. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Forge World won't you know take it down without telling you. I, I do think that it's very easy to get. Let's go with, you know, lost in how fun orcs are, but they still do fit in the Warhammer universe very well because you read the stories and they, you you mentioned brutal but cunning, emphasis on the brutal for this particular conversation because, yeah, they are, 
you know, it's not all fun and games. They do want to murder the heck out of other creatures. Oh, yeah, that's all they want to do is <laughs> yeah. burn and maim and destroy. It's and... their life mission. Yeah. No, one of my favorite bits of lore is almost every race in the 40K universe has to travel through the warp. And for those of you who don't know, the warp is essentially hell. Now, most races, they have some means to protect them from the demons and whatnot. Orcs just go in looking for a fight and punch their way through and punch their way out the other side and go, boy, that was fun. They look they look forward to the demonic incursion because it means find another. Exactly. The ride won't be boring. <laughs> well, I don't know if they still have this bit of lore, but orcs used to get, you know, kind of weakened if they didn't have a proper fight. I haven't read anything about that, but, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I know the current lore is they get stronger the more they fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Octarius War. I mean, yeah, and eventually it leads to what's called the Wa, which I'm, I'm not going to steal that one, John. That's on you. What is a Wa? Well, oh wow, that's a big question. <laughs> no, but uh, in this context, the Wa, a Wog is uh, kind of like a big group of orcs, um, and when their numbers reach a certain critical mass, a Wog is triggered. That's their kind of drive to uh, go and kill things and take over another planet or something and and yeah they just uh yeah whenever there's an, enough orcs that 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 drive just happens and they, they just want to go and uh take over the another piece of land or something yeah because most of the time like the imperium can deal with orcs pretty well because they're just like bands and then you know there's you know in, in very containable numbers but when a law happens now you've got to like get space marines involved to stop that stuff <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, I think a, a stampa will will definitely be there when there's a wog. A stampa is what we call a uh, a, a a small but still very large um, orc titan. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, cause then you got the gorkonauts and the morkonauts, which are you know giant well, effigies. They're smaller than Stompas. It's it's are it's they? more. Yeah, I it's get that mixed up. Slightly, yeah, slightly. Yeah, more Morkonauts and Gorkonauts are the are the first level of Titan. They're like your your Warhound Titans. Then you've got your Stompa, which is like a Castilian Titan, and then you upgrade to Gargants after that, which is where oh, you get yeah. you know, like crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of the other crazy thing about Waz is you know the more orcs get together, they start getting smarter. They start they get a hive mind. A yes, smart yes. giant, quote unquote, around smarter. <laughs> Okay, well, they, more, they start figuring out how cunning. to build things that really shouldn't work. They start defying the laws of physics and gravity and shit. Yes, that yeah. I'll accept. <laughs> I guess we should talk about uh, Gork and Mork. They're two gods. Yes. John? Um, yeah, the, uh, they're kind of the old ones, uh, if I'm thinking of the right word. The old ones is the rest of the galaxy's term for them. The orcs call them the brain boys. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but basically it's a two, two deity. Uh, one is Gork, who is more brutal but cunning. Or who is brutal but cunning. And uh, Mork, who is cunning but brutal. So if you think about it like that, it's kind of maybe uh, you can think of it as a different orc philosophies. Uh, cunning but brutal, Mork... More likely, they'll become like mech boys or doctor or, or the pain boys, docs. Um, and then brutal but cunning, they're usually more likely to just uh, turn into war boss or, or other random orc boys with uh, choppers and sluggers. 
I, I always found that also, an easy. I found an easy way to keep that straight is that a Morkonaut is more focused on shooting a lot of bullets, a mm-hmm. daka daka daka, and a Gorkonaut is more focused on crushing things with big claws. Yeah. So, I yeah. also love that Mork and Gork are just kind of depicted of constantly brawling. <laughs> yeah. Like, again, you know, if you didn't get the orcs' whole deal, their gods spend all their time just pummeling each other and occasionally <laughs> stopping to going, oh, what's going on down there? And then sucker punching the other while the one's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a very Mork thing to do. <laughs> yeah, or is it Gork? I don't know. That's the point. <laughs> That's the thing I love about orcs. Like, orc religious war consists of fighting over who is who. <laughs> Yeah, I'm war boss. No, I'm war boss. Well, one of the funniest things about that is because of that whole, like, they just believe something and it happens, whether or not Gork and Mork existed before is irrelevant because they exist now. They'll probably yeah, they, yeah, you get into war shenanigans and time travel. and Like, I can't remember the name of the Orc war boss that traveled back in time to get two of his favorite guns. But I don't know if, if you guys heard of that one. I have not heard that yeah. one. It's, that's a cool story, though. I don't remember the name of the orc war boss, but he had a favorite gun. So he traveled back in time to the warp to the past version of himself, shot him, and took his gun. <laughs> so he had two of his favorite guns. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's and so because good. orcs have no concept of paradoxes, he could <laughs> die. That sounds oh, very man. legit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But I, so. I hope we come away with this with at least a couple new orc players going okay this is the army i need to play they're just too much fun i feel like they are a very good uh okay they're very good from a lore perspective start army but they are 